I asked you guys to ask me questions for a Q&A and that's basically what this episode is about. Hey guys, it's Tonye and welcome back or welcome to the Tonye Take podcast. I'm pretty excited today and I have no idea why. <laughs> so... Like I said, I'm doing a Q&A today. I asked you guys to ask me questions. So I'm basically just going to be ask, answering those questions in this episode. I hope you guys enjoy it. And if you do, like, follow, download, share with your friends. Thank you. So let's just get into these questions right away. So the first one, someone asked, Do you think that secondary school friendships matter in the real world? Well, I I left high school like two years ago, so I'm definitely still friends with those people that I was friends with in secondary school. Not a lot of them, less than 50% actually. So I would say that if I'm looking in the next five years, I think that I would still be friends with a few of those people that I talk to now. Because, like, we have such a strong bond with each other. And I don't think that that is going to that is going to stop for any reason. But anything could happen. But I think that when you are... Like, we said this in that people-pleasing episode that I did with two of my friends. A confidence boost. You can't check that out, guys. We said it that, like, when you're constantly trying to make people around you, like, happy or you're trying to people-please... Like, at the end of the day, when you leave that place, like, we were talking about people pleasing in high school, in secondary school. Like, when you leave that place, at the end of the day, it won't matter. But I think that true secondary school friendships actually do matter in the real world. Because, like, these guys knew you when you were, like, 10 years old. So, I think to an extent they could matter. But it kind of depends on the person. There are people who don't talk to anyone that they were in secondary school with and there are people who have best friends that have been been their best friends since they were in secondary school so it is actually quite relative i hope that answered the question i don't know (laughs) so the next question is what keeps you pushing or what wakes you up every morning um i like this question actually i would say that like I believe I was created for a purpose and I believe that God, when he wanted to send me to this earth, created me to do great things. And I don't think I want to give up until I see those things through. Because everybody has times when they want to give up and they're just, man, I'm just tired of this life thing. But personally, because this question is like asking me, I think that I'm still very young and I still have a lot to experience, a lot of things to see, a lot of things to do. So I think just constantly reminding myself, like, I don't have to put too much pressure on myself to overachieve or to achieve so much now. Because I think the world that we live in, like, you see a 19-year-old and they're already a billionaire and that just puts pressure on a lot of the rest of us who haven't even reached up to half of that level. So, 
the fact that I know that at some point I'm going to achieve greatness, whether anyone likes it or not. So reminding myself of that, I like I know these things about myself in theory, but I haven't actually seen them. So I think I still have a lot to prove to myself. I still have a lot to show myself. I still have a lot to learn about myself. So I don't know if that is necessarily what wakes me up every morning or what keeps me pushing, but that's definitely something that I would say like is my reason for not giving up. Yeah. The next question is do you see heartbreak as a real mental illness thingy that needs to be treated or does or do you just like move on? That's what the person asked. Well I think that heartbreak you you could get heartbroken by anybody like your brother could break your heart, your mother could break your heart, your best friend could break your heart. But I think that this person was probably asking this question in like a romantic context. Hmm. So, I don't know, like I said, it depends on the person really. Like people are different. Some people who like gave found a person and just gave them their everything and the person like broke their hearts and they probably have to go through like six months of therapy. So, and other people just move on like they have a heart of stone. At the end of the day, it really depends on the person, but I don't think it's a mental illness. It could lead to a mental illness, but I don't think heartbreak is a mental illness. It's, it's something that could happen to everybody. Like, you trust somebody and you don't expect this from them and they just do it. So your heart just breaks like you're like, heartbroken your trust is broken and everything so it's a normal emotional feeling but i don't think it's a mental illness so the next question someone asked what is your biggest fear you know i've never actually really sat down to actually think about like okay what is the thing that i fear the most I genuinely don't know. Is that weird? I I genuinely don't know. I think I have a few, but not like one particular thing. Like, okay, this is the thing I fear the most. But I will mention the ones that I have. I think I I definitely fear like failing, like fail failure. Like I I don't want to fail, so I think I dread failure. Like, I've failed exams or stuff like, generally just failing in life. I think that is a fear of mine. Mm. Another thing is, like, dying painfully, like, dying in a car accident or, like, a plane crash or something like that. I think I'm definitely very afraid of that. (laughs) Like, I, I just love it when, obviously, death isn't a good thing, but... I think it's just better if you die in your sleep. You know? I'm really sorry I'm talking about death, but yeah, I think that is another fear of mine. So, yes, those are the only two I can think about, like, now, off the top of my head. But I don't think I have, like, one particular thing that I'm, like, so afraid of. I'm sure there is something, but I don't don't really know what it is. So, yeah. And now the last question, 
Another person asked, how do you get over your ex? <laughs> do, you, do you know the thing, guys? Anytime people are like in a gathering, or if a YouTuber says, oh, I'm doing a Q&A, ask me questions. Or a podcaster says, oh, I'm doing a Q&A, ask me questions. There will always be questions about relationships. Why? Why? Like, humans were just made to cohabit, but still, what's going on? What are you guys going through? What? Tell me. Anyways, what I would say is, like, just chill out. I know this sounds very cliche, but try and focus on yourself. Get something to do. If you are idle, you think about it more. Stop going back to stuff that reminds you about this person. Do you, do, you, do you know anything about a wound? If you have a wound on your skin and you keep going back to it and you keep peeling it, and you keep peeling it with your fingernail, it might never heal and at some point probably give you a bigger wound. But if you have an injury and you leave it and you put a band-aid on it, it's probably heal and you could possibly get your skin looking good as new. So, if you get it, you get it. That's that's all I have to say, really. So, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to like, share, download, and rate me five stars. Thank you. If you didn't get the chance to ask me questions for this Q&A, you could still go ahead and comment any questions you might have under this episode or feel free to go to my instagram page at the toy take podcast and dm me any questions you may have so that's the end of this q a for me i hope you guys enjoyed and i'll see you in my next episode bye